0: Sports is recorded in Harrisonburg, Virginia, in the heart of the Shenandoah Valley. Starring
1: Dave. Surprising little fun fact, King Griffey Jr. was the first number one overall draft pick to go into the Hall of Fame.
0: Chris. ALCS MVP for the Houston Astros,
2: Gary Sanchez. Brad. If you're a professional. Act like you've gotten criticism before because obviously you have. And Joe. And yeah, Chris Davis is awful.
0: And now... 4D Sports. And hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of 4D Sports. Brad and Dave joining me. I am Joe. Chris unable to make it, but Chris did text us his uniform grades for when we get there. Uh, This week in the Valley League, Dave and I went to go see the Covington Lumberjacks and the Harrisonburg Turks at the Vet in Harrisonburg. So let's talk about that, Dave. Um, It was a good game for most of the game uh, there at the end, it kind of got away from Covington, but Harrisonburg had a great pitching performance by their starter. And uh, we would talk to him later and you'll, you'll hear that interview in a little bit.
1: Yeah, he, 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 uh, he settled down really nice. He was a little bit, you know, over the place in the first inning or two. And then he settled in, he had a nice two seamer working that we could see. And later on in the game, dropped his curveball in there and definitely kept his team right in there. And they got him some runs. Uh, Covington got away from him when they had they went to the pin, got a little wild there for a bit, and some base running mistakes that really killed a rally there at the end of the game. Yeah, Kyle, not Kenny,
0: Archona, <laughs> uh, the starter for the Turks that had a great game. Uh, it was kind of an odd game, a little bit in the fact that Covington there early on had some opportunities and they just couldn't cash in. It felt like as a team they were. Uh, not getting the clutch hit that night uh, in scoring runs. Harrisonburg did buckle down. They got some convenient hits uh, that peppered through, and there in the seventh, it looked like it was about to get worse for Covington, and uh, Lightning was in the area at, at JMU, so the game ended up getting delayed. We got our interviews during that delay, and we do thank Coach Loss and Arjona for talking to us during that delay, which ended up being the end of the game. Uh, I'm sure Covington was ready to get out of there at that point. Uh, it was starting to get normal time for a Valley League game to end. Uh, they were already late right. because the Weir's Cave accident at 81 uh, with that semi on 81. So that delayed them from getting there and start, delayed the game 15 minutes, I think. Um, I think it was Saturday night. The Newmarket Rebels and Percival Cannons were playing until Fog suspended the game and that was late. <laughs> I mean, it was the game didn't start until like 9 o'clock, I think. So it was like valley baseball after dark which really sounds like something we should have been at but unfortunately i had something else going on saturday so make love make it with up the there. glove make love with the
2: glove and hot bat
0: on ball action
2: well i mean it's it was foggy so they had to cancel the game yeah there was too much fog on the field yeah that's not good couldn't see can't see them pop flies <laughs> that's, I crazy. Mean.
0: that's crazy uh, it, it might be that kind of Year for the Valley League, though I think you're going to have to see more double headers here pretty soon with all the rain that It's we're getting. been
1: a weird, rough start for the Valley League with the rain with the, that's yeah hit the Valley just seemingly every day. It, it definitely
0: more rain than we're used to. It's it's kind of crazy. Um, but again, the uh, Harrisonburg Turks would bring home the win in that game. Like I said, we had interviews with Coach Loss and Kyle Arjona, and uh, we will go ahead and play. Those interviews for you now. First up is Coach Loss, I believe. We're here with Turk's pitching coach, George Loss. And, George, uh, getting a good start out of your starter. Uh, He got in a little bit of trouble there in the top, but with with a 4-1 lead uh, in the top of the seventh, bases loaded, uh, you went out there and talked to him. What were you telling your pitcher in that situation?
3: Well, you know, he just uh, threw a great pitch, got a ground ball, and you know, defensively played great this year. And it was just a bad hop, and uh, took away potential double play to get him out of there. And we just went out there and make sure we calmed him down and communicated a little bit, just finish strong. Uh, you know, Kyle's got a lot of experience out in New Orleans, and he's done a great job. And he got on the same page with the catcher and it really, uh, you know, it, it helped them out when they get a chance to just breathe every once in a while because they're still kids, but they're up here to try to work to be, you know, hear their name on, on draft day, and uh, he did a great job right off the beginning, he attacked the strike zone, he's got a lot of run in this fastball so uh, it makes it hard for the lefties to hit him, and then, you know, every once in a while the righties, he'll throw a cutter at him and it's just he kept them off balance all day, so we want to finish strong uh, gave us a great start We needed it uh, Bullpen's been depleted a little bit the last couple of games even though we've been hitting But uh, until we get everybody in house, we're waiting on a couple of arms It was just a great start by Kyle and you know something we really needed You're in a new role here in Harrisonburg after leaving the St. Braves talk about what it's been like so far here in Harrisonburg early on well, you know uh, I love the game of baseball and sometimes baseball is a game of it's a business uh, but, you know, I love my time in Stanton. I loved playing down there. i been assistant coach years, uh, you know, for five years and a head coach for five years. It just gave me an opportunity to stay in love with the game, and, you know, I really thought about taking a summer off, but Bob called me. He was one of the first guys to call, and, and he talked about an opportunity to come up here, and, you know, it, it's not about personal vendettas or anything. It's just I love the game of baseball, and this facility is beautiful, and Bob's said nothing but, you know, giving me some some opportunities to do some things that I haven't done in a while, uh, and it's just just focus on one specific uh, position and being a head coach, you have to try to control everything. And this has been a true blessing just to get a chance to relax and enjoy the game. And you're not having to drag the field every morning from 8 o'clock to 2 p.m. and water in the field four times a day, even though I love doing it. Uh, but you know, the JMU facilities up here are phenomenal. And uh, some of the kids that we have from these power conferences, it just gives us a chance to tap into their knowledge a little bit and something I can carry over to our high school players as well. So, um, you know, it's different. It was different the other night seeing Stanton in the other dugout, but everything changes for a good, you know, it's a good opportunity for them and the new owners down there. But, uh, you know, I'm grateful for my time with Cam Boyd and and Steve Cox and Tom Chrisman and just the community down there. And, uh, you know, one day we'll go back and hopefully the Skunks don't run in our dugout that night. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: but you know, you mentioned taking some knowledge back to your high school kids as well, and you are very involved in the sand community, so you're uh, head coach at this R.E. Lee Lehman. Uh, I'm going to give you a chance to talk about them a little bit.
3: Well, uh, this was something phenomenal we did this year for the high school. Uh, we're trying to build. We've got a lot of younger kids, got some reps. Taving Hall was just recently first team all-region 2A, or I'm sorry, 2B. Uh, the kid batted four oh four with 20 RBIs, and uh, last year, he batted 415, and he, he's really grown, and it's that's the part about high school is you never know what you're going to get. It could be the worst day of their life. Uh, you know, something happens with their girlfriend or something happens with their family, and they're not as mature emotionally or physically, but uh, to see these kids that came out this year, and we battled in the playoffs, the second round of the playoffs, we played Page County. We lost 5-4 in 10 innings, and Page won uh, today. They're going to the state championship game tomorrow, so... Um, you know, one of the things that we really wanted to stress was just enjoy the game and and play hard because you never know who's watching and you never know, you know, if if you go out there and waste your uh, at-bats, waste your ground ball opportunities, you're wasting your time here on earth. You know, it's the greatest game in the world. It's a fun game, but it also rivals life. If you stay disciplined and you have a little bit of excitement about what you're doing, you can achieve anything. All right, well, this is your second interview with us, so we got to ask you some different
0: questions than what we closed with the first time. But uh, first question we'll ask you is, favorite baseball player, current or past?
3: Uh, my favorite baseball player of all time will be Will Clark. Uh, he wasn't a Pittsburgh Pirate, but Bill Mazeroski is also right up there. So it's a 1B is a Bill Mazeroski. That's our hometown guy. But Will Clark was somebody I always emulated, uh, the eye black, the swing, uh, sweet lefty. But uh, I got his autograph when I was 8 years old and I was hooked forever. All right, well, and uh, second question we'll ask you, favorite baseball movie? Favorite baseball movie. There's a lot of great ones out there. People like Field of Dreams. People like Major League. Uh, I'm a huge Roy Hobbs fan, The Natural. Um, you know, just some of the stuff that he went through to get to, you know, it, it never stopped. He wanted to achieve the ultimate level, and uh, he went through the uh, the shooting accident with his side, and I had appendicitis when I was in high school, and I just always Roy Hobbs, George Loss kind of sounded alike. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know. Roy Hobbs was the ultimate hero for me and that's the natural for sure. All right. Well, thanks coach loss for taking time to talk with us tonight. Hey, it's always, always a pleasure.
0: Okay guys. So, uh, you know, it's great talking to coach loss and he has a lot of knowledge about baseball and sports in general. I mean, look, I, I have the pleasure of seeing him most of the year because he's so involved at R.E. Lee with their athletic program. I see him during football season. when Whenever the radio station I'm with happens to be at R.E. Lee, uh, he'll be, he always makes an effort to come say hi to us, which I appreciate. Uh, he's a very cool dude. And he, I'm glad that he took the opportunity there to talk about his high school baseball team as well. Uh, because I think that's something that is special to those kids is having a coach that has the experience to work with a lot of college players and bring the knowledge that and experiences they have to his kids, at the high school level.
2: Yeah. I think it's really good when you can get someone with that kind of knowledge to just pass it on to that younger generation and someone, it's different to know those kind of things and to have that kind of talent, but to be able to pass it down and be able to teach other people is another quality. And you know, for uh, Coach Loss to be able to do that and be able to pass that down to the younger generation and to actually be able to get them to focus on those skills and be able to develop themselves into better players, it's a, it's a really interesting and great quality.
0: We heard him talk about his pitcher, Arjona, who had a really good night. And uh, how how much that their hot start here has been accredited to their good defense and good pitching staff there, which is great to see. Now let's talk about his answers. Uh, Will Clark, I'll be honest, I never thought I would hear someone say Will Clark as an answer to that question. When we when we go the second time around to favorite uh, all
1: time baseball player, I'm not. I'm not bashing his answer. Like will Clark, yeah, yeah, but Will Clark was kind of different. Yeah, it's, he gave it's, a good reason. He got to yeah. get his autograph and meet him, which has made a big impact on him as a young a young kid. So. And that makes sense. I, right. I think that's a, for a lot of kids. Whoever they meet first
0: and get their You're autograph, anybody that, that is anybody that is at the major league level for a long time, that will be their favorite, player. right?
2: Yeah, and I mean, I respect that answer a whole lot. I mean, it got him into baseball. Sure.
0: Favorite baseball movie answer. I know Dave isn't as big of a fan
2: as of not
1: The Natural. Not big on The Natural. It's too much over-the-top stuff.
2: But that's classic baseball is over-the-top.
1: Yeah, the top. yeah I not that it. much.
2: No, it is, though. It's, when, uh, it's awesome. It's awesome the amazing. dude goes through
1: the outfield wall, it made me laugh What? because it, it seemed like a joke. It was so over-the-top. <laughs> and then the helicopter comes. It's like, okay. The only thing I did that
2: did kind of... When he's, an when an he's talking about the shooting
0: accident, and Brad and I were... Brad and I were talking about this uh, tonight. I was like, oh, the only accident was that Roy Hobbs didn't die, in her opinion, because that was a, that was an attempted murder. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the The natural is a really good baseball movie. Brad and I love it. Uh, the theme song to the natural is one of the most iconic songs in baseball.
2: Roy Hobbs, the best there ever was.
0: Yeah, that's what he wanted. And that's he what never he never was, though. I don't he know. He could have been. He did hit a home run through the lights. Struck out the Whammer on three pitches. Yeah, the yeah, Whammer seemed garbage. to forget about it.
2: Yeah, uh, Who's the Whammer supposed to be, by the way? Yeah,
0: I don't know. Probably some <laughs> fat alcoholic named Babe Ruth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> best player in my butt.
0: Yeah, if you think Babe Ruth is the best player to ever play the game, I don't know what to tell you. Ryan. <laughs> but yeah, um, good answers from Coach Loss, and we're really happy he took the time to talk to us. And now we will talk it Turn it over to the pitcher, Arjona. Here with Kyle Arjona on 4D Sports. And, Kyle, getting a great start out tonight. Uh, You've gone seven. Now we're in a lightning delay. Uh, But you got out of the jam after a little bit of a blip in the second where you gave up a run. You've shut Covington down other than that, including getting out of a bases loaded jam with a rare strikeout, tagout, double play there at the plate, which you tagged him. Uh, Talk about just, you know, what was going through your mind tonight.
2: Uh, just throw a lot of strikes, fill up the zone, you know. Um, coming
3: off a long spring, you come to summer ball to work and just working on different pitches early on to try and get a feel for it and, you know, just fill up the strike zone.
0: All right. Uh, I want to ask you about your experience here in the Valley League so far. I know it's early, uh, but what has it been like being a part of this Harrisonburg Turks team?
3: Uh, it's a good, good culture. You know, Bob's an awesome dude. Gets you whatever you need to survive up here. And, you know, the guys are all good dudes. Get along really well and just come out and enjoy baseball, you know.
0: Yeah. All right, well, we'll get you out of here on two just-for-fun questions we ask uh, to help people get to know the players around here in the Valley League. But uh, first one, what is your favorite animated Disney movie? Frozen, 100%. Okay, love the confidence. And uh, what is your favorite song that you're afraid to admit to other people that you like?
2: Uh, no, 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 not Electric field. Um, <laughs> Every Time We Touch by, <laughs> by uh, what is it, it's like Frisia or something? Cascadia. That is it. Yeah. I'm familiar with that one. It's a good one. All right. Thanks
0: again for talking to us. Good luck. Okay. So there you heard it again. Our Jonah taking the time to talk to us. We appreciate that. um So uh, I mentioned it there uh, with the rare strike them out, tag them out at the plate because uh, you can't call it throw them out. So the bases are loaded. And let me explain this to Brad and anyone who wasn't at the game. Dave and I. The only thing we can think of is the runner at third forgot how many outs there were. Yeah. that's It was what it bases looked like. loaded one out a drop third strike. He started going home thinking, I guess two outs. He's got to go home. Uh, but the catcher started running him back and then threw it to third, which I'm like, no, don't, don't do that. But, uh, our Jonah heads up, went to cover the plate, uh, was there and they tagged him out at the plate for the strike him out, tag him out at home to end the inning. And actually got him out of what was a rather dire straight there. Because I thought for sure, I was like, okay, this might be where Covington comes back and makes it a game again. But it just didn't happen for Covington there in the seventh. And that's where it got away from him in the top half. But uh, let's break down the answers that we really care about. Frozen as favorite Disney movie. Um, he was ready for
2: that. I tried to warn you all that that was going to be a big hit.
0: You did. Brad has Brad told us as soon as he saw it, he goes, this is going to be a big hit with kids. Yeah, well all these people, people are younger than and us. People, and these are,
2: people that are very close to our age.
1: Yeah, just a little bit younger, but not by much. But I feel like they should uh, watch some old Disney movies.
0: Yeah, when they say stuff like that I do wonder. Have you have you seen Aladdin? Have, have you, you seen, seen, the seen the ones Lion that King? that were out when you were little? Have you seen Robin <laughs> Hood? Or before? I mean, hmm. Look, it's his favorite. He answered it right away. He was ready for it almost as if he knew what was coming, which is, you know, good. But um the second one, I loved his answer. Brad and I are very familiar with the song. It is on the iPod. Love it. Um wow. Really special.
2: Yeah, that song uh you know, it we had a we had that interesting moment where we saw those guys that were like ZZ Top or something. The oh, in the car next car. to us. Yeah. It yeah. Was weird. <laughs> But, you know. <laughs> listen to that. that. So, well, we uh, had we that were, song. Okay, right? you were. I don't know what they uh, were listening yeah. to. <laughs> so, I don't know, but we, we love that song. It's a fun song. Uh, I mean, you can't tell me you don't like that song. It's It is a little fun. weird
1: for two dudes to listen to that together. but yeah. eh. It's whatever. It's
2: not as weird uh, anymore. But. We weren't the only ones in the car. <laughs> there were, like, two other guys in the car. Yeah. <laughs> it was a crowd. It was four guys. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if you listen to the
0: song... It is Every Time We Touch, and it's by Cascada. Um, Listen to that and tell me it's not a fun song. We challenge you. You find someone that says, I hate that song, not fun, there's
2: nothing good about it, I'll show you a liar. Or someone that just really doesn't like music.
0: It's also true. But yeah, good times in the Valley League. Uh, We hope, you know... He seemed to really love the just-for-fun questions, and we hope all the players do. You know, we we do ask to lighten up the mood a little bit, and again, like I said there, to kind of allow the fans of the Valley League to get to know these players a little bit. You know, get to know a side that you wouldn't otherwise get to know, right? Who else is going to ask that question? Only us. Only us. All right, guys. Well, let's take a look at the Valley League at large right now at the time of recording. 7.41 7:41 p.m. on Tuesday, June the 12th, the Front Royal Cardinals sit in first place in the North at five and two. You have the Percival Cannons at four and four. They're a game and a half back. Then the New Market Rebels are three and three, also a game and a half back of Front Royal. Winchester one and four, Woodstock one and five, Strasburg zero oh and five in the North. So the bottom three teams there four make it. Uh, one of those one-loss teams right now would be in, and that would be the Woodstock River Bandits. Or excuse me, the Winchester Royals. Um, but you know, you expect the bottom half of the North to start heating up maybe when maybe they're missing players. It still is early in the Battle League season, too. Going over to the South. The Waynesboro Generals at three and one lead the South. Stanton Braves at four and two. Charlottesville Tom Sox four and two. The Harrisonburg Turks, who started off slow are now four and two, and the Covington Lumberjacks four and three. Everybody in the South above 500. What a tough division that is. So we'll keep an eye on that. Again, not sure where we're going yet this week, Uh, getting really hard with work schedules and the rain, trying to fit everything in. But when we figure out where we're going, we'll put it on Twitter and Facebook, so be sure to check it out. And now we will go to our just-for-fun topic. We're going to break down the AL Central this week. Brad's been waiting all week for it. He's done no preparation. I haven't even (laughs) looked
2: at the uniforms. I'm doing this just on the fly. Brad wants
0: to give you his raw emotion grades.
2: Also, I will say the grades may vary from week to week just based on my mood on how I judge them. So, you know.
0: And uh, we will get to fan comments on the last one, the the AL East review that we did last week. And then... uh, Friend of the podcast, Mike Wolfrey, also had some questions that he wanted to ask us about, so we'll we'll talk about that as well.
2: Well, I'm sure his first question was probably, "Was I in a good mood last week, judging the Yankees?" I was actually. I was in a good mood.
1: Well, yeah, you bashed uh, the Blue Jays. They whoever was Blue Jays and gave him a
2: B plus
1: passing grade there. <laughs> Which uh, the Blue Jays are might be my favorite one. I'm well, no, probably not, those are probably my favorite. The Orioles, but the Blue Jays are better than
0: not better than I Orioles. think.
2: Hey, who are we looking at here? Is this the White Sox? Okay, let's, let's chat get Sox.
0: Chicago White Sox. Again, you can we'll put these pictures on there so you can see what we're looking at while we review this. Uh looking at the Chicago White Sox right now. Four different jerseys up there. I gotta be honest, the only ones I'm not wild about are the road jerseys. Uh the other ones I kind of like. The pinstripe one, I, I didn't hate it like Brad did on the Yankees. I just I had no strong feelings, so I don't have strong feelings about this one either. Um, I do like the Sox logo, though. I think that's a cool logo. I love the black uniforms, and that alternate on the far right is awesome.
1: Yeah. Huge fan. I know Chris Sale would give that a fail, but those are pretty nice.
0: Yeah, Chris Sale can get out. What does he know about <laughs> baseball?
1: The thing I'm indifferent, I can't <laughs> decide if I like it or don't like it. it, is the little numbers, like by the oh, hip. Oh, hands, on the front I, hip. I always forget says. about yeah, that. I don't know if I like it or not.
0: Eh. Brad, um, this is turned into your segment, so uh, let's get your emotions here. Let's run away.
2: All right, well, let's go ahead and address uh, what everyone really wants to know. And like I said last week, I don't hate pinstripes. I don't. You just hate the Yankees? They're pinstripes. <laughs> it, there's an apostrophe at the end of that. Uh, They're pinstripes. I don't like them. It just doesn't work. with their. Un- I mean, just looking at the two, there's just something different about it. And I realize it's very similar here. Because of the way their logo is there on the one side of the uniform. But they balance it out real nicely with the number on the other side there. And, I mean, it just it looks better. Um, still not in love with the white trim and all that stuff on the gray uniforms. Um, it's not as bad as other ones that I've seen. Uh, the pinstripe pants with the black uniforms look real good. I like that. And, uh, yeah, the uniforms on the right... Love it. I always forget about the number on the like hip there, like the front hip, and not really sure how I feel about that. I don't. I don't like it. Um,
0: okay. Favorite uniform of the group, Brad.
1: Black. black. I agree. Black. I'd probably go the the throwback ones. The throwback alt too, Yeah, but I do like the blacks. Chris put big fan
0: of the alternates and black units. Didn't pick a favorite. Chris gave him a B minus. Brad,
1: what are you giving the uniforms? I was going to give him a B. Dave, huh. I'm going to go A minus. I'm going to give him a
0: B plus. So we're all in this. Actually, gradually, Chris hates him the most out of us. Which so. is <laughs> a little surprising. Yeah, Chris is usually pretty, uh, pretty uniform friendly. All right. Now let's look at the Indians. Cleveland Indians up here. My favorite of these, I'll just go straight out is the alternate, the Mm -hmm. blue uniform. It
1: seems to be a theme. Usually the alternates are are the best.
0: Yeah. I I love a little bit of color there usually. Uh, and I love the blue uniforms.
1: Not Uh, crazy about the ways.
0: Uh, I like the hat with the red bill. I, mm-hmm. I think you have yeah. to have the contrast yeah. here. I think the straight it needs navy the red bill. is not great. Um, but yeah, I like I like the Indians. Also, the font I, or the script they use on the uh, home and alternate jerseys. I think that's a cool little font. I've never really the road jerseys are almost too plain. For
2: been me. a fan of that so much of that, like the when they put Indians on there because it reminds me of when they put the eye on the hat. Like a long time ago. I never really liked having the eye on the hat.
0: It was just weird. I don't remember that, but okay. I'm pretty sure they did. Maybe. It was like a long time, like back in
2: 2005 or something. Yeah,
0: you're not wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't remember.
2: I'm pretty sure they did, but it was weird. I don't know. Um, The white uniforms, I think, would be so much better if they went back to their late 80s uniforms. Like in Major League, the movie.
0: Oh, yeah. But that has Indians in plain Jane Vaught, it does, like, Cleveland. It does. But, yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> the, the only reason the, I would like that. The
2: shoulder stripes and the stripes down the pants. Pretty yeah, cool. but the
0: only reason I would like that is because of Major League.
2: No, I think it looks leagues better than <laughs> no. that. Yes. Major League's better. Yeah. Major League's better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd have to say favorite uniforms, the blue, I guess. Yeah, uh, alts. Not a not a huge fan of the plain block lettering of Cleveland on there.
1: Yeah, if we did this next year, they they would get worse grades because the hats would be different. Yeah, with the block C.
2: Not a fan of that logo, of the block C. It's boring, too plain.
0: Okay, Chris said C minus, plain and unexciting. Alternates are the best.
1: Wow. Yeah, and I, remember, I remember him bashing them when he was looking. C
0: minus. <laughs> That's just bizarre to me. I mean, these are.
1: Chris must have been in a bad mood when he's
0: looking.
2: <laughs> 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 Let's give him I would a I was going
0: to say,
2: this to me is a B. I'm okay with this. A a B? B? Um, i B? I'll tell you what. I'll give the hat alone with the red bill an A, but overall, C plus for the uniform altogether. I was at about
1: a B. Yeah,
2: I think it's a B. It's a solid B.
0: Talking about plain and unexciting, let's yeah. go to the Detroit Tigers. These are, these are old. These are very rarely changed uniforms. Um, I like the road font that they put on there. That's about the only thing I think that is different slash kind of okay a, about these.
1: They had different colors and stuff.
0: Yeah, I like the orange D on the road and home. It's white. Um, Not, not too much else to say about
2: it. Brad, what do you got? Kind of lame. That's, that's about all I have to say about that. I feel like they need an alternate. Definitely.
1: When they're that plain. Chris says,
0: like that the Grays use the orange for contrast, not very much to say about the Holmes. <laughs> he's giving this a C, better than the Indians. I think he's stone cold crazy. Wow. I gave the Indians a B. Did he mean this to put a to plus me, on the Indians, This maybe? is, to me, a C minus. I was going to give it a D. Ooh, oh, I like what you did there. I was at a C. Okay. So Chris and Dave are C's. I'm a C minus Brad giving them a D for Detroit. It's like they're, yeah, at, they're kind Detroit, of asking for it. and They put put a big D on it. They put so. it on
2: their heads and on their chests. <laughs> so, you know, that's the grade. They stamp it right Yeah, They took their grade, put it right on their uniforms.
0: Okay. Kansas City Royals went hog wild with these. Yeah. Uh, they're giving kids. you lots of options. Mm.
2: Okay. Well, can we throw out the gold ones? They don't really count. That was when they won the World Series.
0: No, but now the alternate is still that, but it the gold is not the lettering. It's the trim.
1: Yeah, I don't like it. It almost looks green
0: with the blue.
2: I'm going to pretend like that one doesn't exist.
0: Okay, so, Brad, you you go first here.
2: <clears throat> wow. Um, <laughs> so much I could say, I guess. Um uh, uh help me out here. is that light blue trim around the k c on the blue uniform?
0: No that is oh yes, light blue around the yeah royal blue
2: mm-hmm. interesting okay um yeah, again, same problem with the grays as a lot of teams having um you know they can't find another color to help contrast against that gray, so they use white. How would you feel if they used gold? Uh, I'd hate it even more <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, yeah, it just wouldn't make any sense to use light blue either there in that situation. Um, I guess they did what they had to do with the white, and unfortunately, you know, it, it's unfortunate that it's on gray. So, but, um, white uniform, not terrible. There's just not much to say about it. Um, surprisingly, I think my favorite is the light blue.
0: I actually agree with you on this. I think the light blue the light blue is the best one of these as well, which is interesting because I didn't like it with the Tampa Bay, with the Tampa Bay Rays, <laughs> excuse me. Um, but I, I do like it for some reason with the Royals. I, I, think, I think it works.
1: I like them for the Royals. I liked it with the Rays too, but I think I might lean to the alternate three ones as my favorite. The, the Royal blue ones with the KC on. Yeah. it's not bad. Okay, guys, time to give this a letter
0: grade. Oh, actually, let me, let me read what Chris, Chris said here. Chris, say. Really liked all their unis and variety. Would have been an A, but the gold trim on the alternate knocked it down yeah. to a B
2: plus. Yep. Yeah. See, I told you. They shouldn't have done that.
1: <laughs> Chris confirms. <laughs> Chris <laughs> confirms Chris they not I'm have just done saying
2: that. we all said it. Everyone's thinking it. I'm just saying it. I actually don't <laughs> so,
0: hate it. And I actually think it's cool that the World Series team puts their lettering in gold or something. I think it would be better. It looks maybe, more, real
2: dumb with the Astros. I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, I think it would be better. It, it kind almost of, like in soccer, what the team does is they put a patch on there that yeah. says like FIFA World Cup champion or i'd be better FIFA yeah. Champions League or Premier League champion. I think that would be better.
1: This is the only team that the gold seemingly would yeah. you would it think would sense. work. It made sense. I mean, they're the Royals. They have grounds. But then you look at it and but you're, it like, you're like, look right, great yeah,
0: that was a bad idea. Letter grade, Brad.
2: I don't know. This one's, uh, there's so many, there's some good qualities, but there's also some really bad qualities. And so I feel like I got to give it, I don't know, a B minus. <laughs>
1: they don't wear the go ones that much. They don't think about them too much.
2: Right. B minus. Uh, I'll
1: go B plus, I guess.
0: See, I'm, thinking, I'm trying to think about it. I don't know if I like these as
2: much as I like the White Sox.
1: That's why I gave the White Sox a better one.
2: I don't even know what I gave the White Sox. I gave <laughs> them a B plus. I gave them a B plus Or a B. I don't know.
0: Uh, these are a B. These are right there with the Indians for me.
2: B-. minus.
1: <laughs> okay, let's get 20.
2: Oh, look at those. Good lord,
1: <laughs> they're they're right up there with the Royals with variety.
2: Oh,
1: even got, they got a different hat there. Yeah,
2: there's a there's one uniform that should just be burnt.
1: you talking about the the red one? Nope.
2: Don't like the pinstripe? That's a bad pinstripe. Oh, that's bad.
1: It's like Kirby Puckett days.
0: Yeah, <laughs> when they wore those. <laughs> but they had the oh. lowercase M on their on mm-hmm. the hats back then. Yeah, I do like the new logo better than the M. I oh, do yeah. not like the M. Yeah.
2: You gotta you gotta you know show the twin city logo. Okay, Brad. Take it away.
0: Um
2: <laughs> boy. Uh the Okay, so gray, you know, they didn't they didn't use a lot of white there. Like a lot of teams have been doing, so I respect that. Um it's a little hard to read actually for some reason. Uh, maybe it's just cuz it's so small on the computer there, but There's a lot of letters in there. Yeah, they like jammed it in there. Um but you know the the red uniform, surprisingly, it works. I like the I like the difference in the hat there. It's it's different. I think it works. I know I know you guys don't like it. I, I kinda
1: it, some reason I do kinda like it even though no, it's know, cool. It seems a little meh. but it's it,
2: cool. It looks okay.
1: Um might just be it because it's red.
2: And the blues all the way on the right. Love that. That looks cool. <laughs> Although wait, didn't they is it only the away uniforms have the red bill? All the others are without it. Correct. All right. Um, yeah, you got to put the red bill on all of them. This league's better. Um, yeah. White uniform's pretty cool. Just, gosh, those pinstripes look. Oh, those are circus all the clowns. Alternate. Those are circus clowns. Now, see,
0: they didn't put just a logo on there. They put the
1: whole yeah. name in you. No, it. but, dude, I'm just looking at it. It just looks. you you know like because it's gray no, with it? No,
2: it just doesn't look good. I don't know what it is. I don't has. know
1: how pinstripes can look different to you so much.
2: They do. That's a different type of pinstripe. <laughs> I don't know if we're looking at the same uniform. Yeah,
0: that good. does not look good. Okay. First question to you. Favorite out of the bunch.
2: All right. Well, if you put the red bill on it, I would probably go blue.
0: But it's not but on the, it.
2: But the red's cool.
0: So you're going to go red? I'm going to go blue. I'm gonna go blue as well. Dave. Alternate three. Talking about yeah, it's funny. yeah. All right, let's see what Chris said about the Minnesota Twins here. Like the Blues and the regular home and aways. I'm assuming is what he meant here. The Reds and pinstripes though are atrocious. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, I don't. I think the red is too much. I don't like the red.
2: No, the um, red's good. It's the pinstripes that are atrocious.
0: I do think the pinstripes are a little much. Uh, with twins written on it, I think it's too much. I don't mind the homes or ways, and I like the Blues. Uh, C plus, mm. B minus, B minus. Mm. I was at a B plus.
2: You had a B plus. Yeah. You know, if you burn the <laughs> pinstripes and just pretend they'd never existed, I would probably give them B B plus. Um. The pinstripes alone, as one out of five uniforms, do bring them down to a B minus. Okay, Dave.
0: Oh, you already B-plus. said yours.
2: Yeah. Mm. Interesting. They're yeah, right there with the
0: Indians. Yeah, there's the AL Central. Next week, we will do the AL West. Oh. I'm
1: just thinking about those Oakland A's. Uh,
0: the oh, Oakland D- A's. No, it, uh, A's, uh, Mariners. Mariners got some good ones. Rangers have some good ones. So yeah, we'll have AOS might be the too. best division, top to bottom. Now that I'm the thinking, Angels oh, pretty the Angels
2: are like the Astros. They have some. gorgeous uniforms.
0: I like a lot of the Astros. I wish they still did the the Tequila Sunrise jerseys.
2: Dude, both their blue and their orange uniforms are beautiful. Well, spoiler alert. I'm just saying. <laughs> but um, we'll we'll talk
0: about the AOS next week. Uh, I think maybe judging from our reaction so far. Uh, if we're remembering correctly now,
2: I guess Astros, our favorite
0: could be, mm. I don't, you don't speak for all of us there.
2: Well, I also haven't looked at all of them yet. So,
0: but, uh, I, AOS might be our favorite division, but I do speak
2: for everyone. No. Uh,
0: so if you see us out at a Valley League game, uh, don't, don't be afraid to come up to us. Say hi. Uh, we like talking to fans and talking Valley league baseball in general, or if you want to ask us about our favorite Disney movies or guilty pleasure songs, you know, we love talking about that as well. Uh, Before we go, though, I do want to address Mike Wolfrey uh, and let Brad do his rebuttal and then talk about a couple things Mike asked us to talk about on the podcast. Okay, so Mike Wolfrey wanted to talk to us. Uh, The first thing he sent us was, I believe it was a Padres game of two fans evading security. The video starts out with one of the security guards crashing into the wall trying to tackle one of these numbskulls, and then him continuing to run around. And that's when you notice that there's another one. The other one's running around. Some security guard dives, falls, trying to get him. And then he jumps into this crowd before the crowd stops him. And then security gets their hands on him. The other guy ran to where the fence got tall on, in foul territory. I don't know what his plan was when he got there. Uh, and security caught him as well. And he asked us what we thought. Is it entertaining? Is it old hat, as he put it? Um, I would use the, the description of Ridiculous uh and time wasting.
1: Yeah, it's very disrespectful to not only the players and the teams, but everybody that paid money to come watch a baseball game and not see you act a fool running around on the field. And it's there's no no need for it at all.
2: Yeah, I mean, I remember Adam Jones blew up that one year about someone doing it at a, at a Baltimore game saying, you know, he doesn't go and run into their place of employment and make yeah. a fool of himself. Those I mean, people are
1: going to complain about all kinds of people. This if they is, work in this a is
2: their job, customer service place. They get paid to do this, and they're putting. It's a form of entertainment for you. You know, you go to see them play, and I mean, it's just really disrespectful to the game to interrupt it like that. And uh, I mean, it's it's stupid. It's lame. It's dumb. It
0: that goes for streaking as well, by the way. Yeah, uh, well, it's, yeah, it's even <laughs> stupider. It's just it's really stupid. Just
2: <laughs> no, well you really hate the wave, which kind of makes everyone else kind of like it. No,
1: but I agree with you
0: guys there. Uh, we don't know how Chris feels, uh, but I feel like he wouldn't condone it. Yeah. It, to me, it's dumb. Uh, I don't, I don't think it's cool. Uh, while we're talking about things that are disrespectful, again, the wave, um, <laughs> the tired act of, Oh, it's dance cam. Let's show random fans. And then it's obviously someone that's planted nah. <laughs> in the crowd by the team doing some crazy professional dance moves. And they're like, oh, my gosh, how weird. I hate those videos. It's so – I'm so sick of them. Dance mom for the Golden State Warriors might be
1: my least favorite thing about the
0: Warriors, more so
1: than topped only by Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the plants when they put people in there specifically to do stuff.
0: Yeah, now if it's actual people, whatever. Whatever. But the plants, I I don't I'm not interested in the plants. The the Houston Rockets used some guy dressed up as like some Usher guy Usher and then he's like busting out dance moves and they're like, Oh yeah, oh oh I'm sorry, I'm working. Oh like, no, you're not. You're not an usher. He kind of is, but not yeah, but not as an usher. Like, stop. (laughs) Get out of the arena. I hope you're banned for life, and I hope whoever came up with that gimmick gets fired. It's sickening to me. It's disrespectful.
2: Wow. You really hate it.
1: If that happened at a game you were at and he was like right beside of you. I would boo him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I would sit there.
0: I would pull a Michael Scott and
2: boo him. Boo. Would you get out and dump your popcorn on him and walk away?
0: Yeah. And then I hope every intelligent fan in there would go,
2: good. I'm tired of seeing this too. You would probably get booed. But there's there's too many
0: casual people that go to this stuff, especially it's only regular season stuff they do this. But it, definitely during the regular season, there's too many casual people that go there they're like, oh, I just want to be, you know, whatever. <laughs> no, no, I I am here to it's watch exactly the game, please. They're like, <laughs> I'm here for dance, mom. Like, no, we're not here for dance, mom.
2: Hope nothing weird happens.
0: Yeah. Sorry, Toad from Mario and Sonic go to the Olympics. <laughs> we're not here for weird. We're here for game, please. <laughs> I mean, look, I love a little, you know, a little bit of entertainment stuff. but. It's, it's gone too far with the planted dancers. That's too far for me. Now, if you want to have a dance show at halftime, have a dance show at halftime. But don't dress them up and pretend like they're normal fans. I don't... I guess the part that bothers me is the part where they try to pass them off as regular people. They're not regular people. Let them be professionals at what they're doing. Let them be honored in that way. Why do they have to do it up well, in this dance? Technically have the stands? they are letting
2: them be professionals, they're hiring them to do it. So, no, I mean... put them on the floor. Put them on the floor. Let them do their dance moves.
0: As would you get any less enjoyment out of watching
2: Dance you, Mom do it would on the you floor? Get all of the YouTube hits from. You know, oh, I know. Gabriel yeah how would that, how would yeah. ESPN's Cookbait.
0: Facebook share it and go, "Wow, look at this random mom!" <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, SportsCenter Facebook. Congratulations, SportsCenter <laughs> Facebook. They fooled someone, and it was you. Oh, look at this random mom dancing in the crowd like a crazy person. Cool moves, Dance Mom. Mm -hmm. Pass. Not interested. (laughs) Dance Mom wants to do a routine on the floor. Cool. I mean, if that's what we're doing, why don't we we just pull random fans? And I'm using air quotes for the people that are listening to this. I just realized when I did it. It's terrible (laughs) for a podcast. But why don't we just get random fans out of the stands to do crazy dunk moves on trampolines?
2: because that would be an injury liability.
0: Oh, but Brad, they're actually professionals. They're not actually planted fan. They're planted people. They're not random fans. No. And then we could put on then we could put on social media. Sports Center could share it. Look at these crazy randos that come in from the stands and dunk on everybody. Oh yeah, they weren't they weren't actually there 5 minutes beforehand or 5 minutes after. You know why? Because they're planted ridiculous the other thing mike asked us moving on is uh well he asked us two more things would chris davis fetch a 30th round draft pick uh if the orioles tried to trade him for one no chris davis is the worst player in major league baseball right now
1: And he has a heavy price tag.
0: I say that with full confidence. I don't think there is another person on a major league roster worse than Chris Davis right now. No qualifiers to that statement. He He is, is the worst. We
2: would have to give up our first five draft picks for the next 10 years to someone in order to get rid of him for a 30th pick. Now we would take no picks in return.
0: Okay, Brad. What's up? Mike Wolfrey, not a big fan of you bashing on the Yankees in our AL East uniform review. I didn't
2: bash on the Yankees. I bashed on their uniforms.
0: After his Blue Jays grading, I don't really know how to take it. I expected nothing less than a Yankee bias.
2: Um, if there was bias involved, the Blue Jays wouldn't have gotten as good of a rating as they got because they're Canadian. So,
0: Mike gives the Yankees an A minus the Orioles an a minus the Red Sox of B the Blue Jays of B minus and the Rays of C
2: well right there his bias shines through because there ain't no way the Orioles and Yankees are tied
0: I do agree there I think to say the Yankees and the Orioles have the same grade is basically to not pay attention to anything that
2: you're looking at when one team is super plain and boring and the other team has some flair in their uniform
0: do you like Alabama's football uniforms uh no not at all Penn State
2: no.
0: Okay. They're all boring. Oregon. Uh, No, no. that's a little too flashy. <laughs> Oregon is that's too, too much. flashy. Yeah, Oregon's too much. Um, But, yeah, I, I do agree that the Yankees are a little too plain-chain. That's why I gave them a C, C-plus, I think, uh, just because I don't care either way. It's not terrible, but it's not awful. Okay, guys, to close it out here, we'll go to our This Day in History in 1987 on today, June 12th. 1987, Ronald Reagan says the most famous words of his presidency, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall.
2: Dave, I thought it was Mr. Night King, tear down this wall.
1: Yeah. that was, Reagan stole it from him.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, is that, okay. <laughs> Big students to <of> history, huh?
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> okay, and our, this day in history for tomorrow, when you will probably hear it, June 13th, the Miranda rights are established. The Supreme Court handed down its decision, Miranda versus Arizona, saying those famous words: "If you're arrested now, uh, that they police have to tell you, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you can, anything you say, can and will be used against you in the court of law. You have the right to an attorney if you cannot afford one; one will be appointed to you." Before 1966, that was not a thing. So this court, Supreme Court case established that. And, of course, the last one uh, really ramped up the end of the Cold War there when Ronald Reagan challenged Gorbachev to tear down the Berlin Wall, dividing the city of Berlin to East and West Berlin, and really Germany into East and West Germany. So those are your days in history. Brad and Dave do not have a joke for us, so everybody wins. If, if you see us, like I said, at a Valley League game, feel free to come out and talk to us. We love talking to fans. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, 40 Sports Podcast. We're also on Twitter at 40 underscore sports. Feel free to comment or reply to our links of the episodes. Tell us what you think about the grades. Breaking news into the 40 Sports News Desk here. uh, Right before we finish recording, the Harrisonburg Turks give us our first like and our first retweet in the history of 40 Sports. So that's kind of special. Thanks to them. Uh, Thanks to all the Valley League teams who, by the way, do like, retweet us, and help us when we do talk to people from your organization. And, uh, you know, just generally give us that little boost of more people listening in to us talk about the Valley League. Again, we'd love to talk to all the team owners slash GMs or slash presidents, whatever title that team uses. Uh, We'd love to meet you at games. So that goes for the team GMs and presidents as well as fans. We'd love to talk to you guys about, you know, your team, how you got the team, your experiences in the Valley League and what you have, you know, what what it means to you to run a Valley League team. So we'll be reaching out to we'll be trying to reach out to more of those positions uh, with these Valley League teams as the season goes on as well this year. So stay tuned for that. Again, uh, thanks to everyone who listens. Thanks to the players for letting us interview them and the coaches. Uh, Thanks for just letting us talk to you and talk about Valley league baseball. We, we love talking baseball. As I was saying, we're on Facebook, 40 sports podcast. Follow us on Twitter at four D underscore sports. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, 40 sports podcast, subscribe, leave a rating and review. And until next week for Chris, who wasn't able to join us tonight, Dave and Brad, I'm Joe. Good night.